There are only a few days left in 2022, and I wanted to go back and do a quick review of the teaching that I had presented before Christmas about the spirit, soul, and body. I'd like to say a few words first about a conference I attended years ago called Ruach with um, Sylvia Gunter being the person who um, started the conference. It's a conference about prayer, but she also taught us a lot about the importance of blessing, blessing others, and how important that was as a part of the families and the people of Israel in the beginnings of the Bible and the Father's blessing upon the children. And she talked about how many people are missing that blessing of the Father or a blessing um, when they're in the womb or at the beginning of their lives. And I was taught a lot about how to pray blessings over others at that time. And as part of the teaching, there was also a great deal of um, teaching about the theology of the soul, spirit, soul, and body. So let's begin there with a recap of what we talked about back in November. What is the human spirit? Our spirit is the essence of who we are. We are a spirit being. God made us a living spirit. We are living essence from God, who is also a spirit being. That he gave us an expression of that life through our soul in a tangible physical package, the body. We are a living spirit who has a soul housed in an earthly body. God's pattern is spirit, soul, body in that order, not the other way around. As Paul says in 1 Thessalonians 5, 23, May God himself, the God of peace, sanctify you through and through. May your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Yet people most often quote that verse as body, soul, and spirit. That's how we have lived our lives, mostly, leading from our bodily appetites and our soul satisfactions. God's design is that we respond to Him and life out of our spirits, led by His Spirit. Our spirit should lead our soul and body to glorify Jesus. Jesus, in His humanity, let His Father be seen in all His glory. In our spirit, we let Him be seen. Every day we have to choose to let Jesus in us respond out of our spirits instead of reacting out of our soul and body. There was a teacher that I listened to for many years um, named Graham Cook, and he once said, Take a step back into your spirit and ask God what he sees and how he wants you to respond. This will change our observations of people and events around us. When God leads our spirit to respond to the spirit of others, we may see that their spirit is trapped in a dysfunctional arrangement 
of the soul being large and in charge, not the spirit. This allows us to bless the perfect work that the Holy Spirit wants to do in them from where he is resident inside of them if they are believers. We know the scripture that says Christ lives in us once we open our hearts to him. And we might even suffer the consequences of the immaturity or carnality of another person's soul. The spirit of another person is not our enemy. Their spirit is made in the image of God. But their soul has been well fed and catered to. And that may be dominating in their life and have the heavyweight position. In blessing someone's spirit, we acknowledge their spirit and invite it to take priority and leadership over their soul and body. When we pray a blessing, this is what happens. When it takes the place that God designed for it, when it listens to the voice of the Father, and when the spirit obeys him in all things, He'll connect the dots and answer with great and mighty things we don't know how to ask for. His purposes for our identity, our worth, our maturity, and fulfillment will begin to shine forth. When people's spirits are blessed, they have remarkable breakthroughs because something happens in their spirit and it gives them a fresh breath of life. It causes alignment with the Father in heaven. Those whose spirits are open can sense life and growth in the blessing. The relationship of spirit to soul is somewhat like a marriage. It's a beautiful partnership, but there are times when someone has to lead and someone has to follow. The author of um, the book that I'm sharing these thoughts from, Sylvia Gunter, refers to her relationship with her husband as the head of her household. It's not about whether um, she matters. Of course she matters, and she's been chosen by God, she says, to bring forth her own contributions to her marriage and family. But for her good and for their good as a couple, She says there are times when he needs to leave the home, and that's the Christian belief about family and marriage. At times, her husband might defer to her. That's the beauty of a mutual relationship. Their relationship is somewhat like the relationship that we want to have with our spirit, soul, and body. The Spirit has the responsibility to lead under the direction of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit for the benefit of the soul and body. Our soul will become healthier and more whole as it takes its proper place in God's design. It's a matter of function. The Spirit initiates change and leads in God's transformation. The soul responds and adds its own unique God-designed contributions. The harmony of the whole can be truly beautiful. Two examples I remember from Sylvia's teaching 
are children love to play follow the leader the soul falls in behind the spirit as the leader and the body joins them so that they can enjoy the game the, that's a picture and also a picture of dance partners can speak to you about how the soul relates to the spirit it's like a beautiful dance when the spirit leads the soul around the dance floor without the soul trying to lead or stepping on the spirit's toes it can be a magnificent partnership of form and grace Do you find that your mind is on the throne of your life sometimes? You can ask God to help you change that. Help your mind repent for being in control and letting your spirit rule only occasionally. We can ask God to forgive us for making it hard for our spirit to guide us under his rulership. We can transfer rulership of ourselves to our human spirit under the authority of the Holy Spirit. When we do this, we can have great confidence, confidence that we will be able to live inside God's heart and that he, act, he can actually live intimately within us while we still are here on earth and in the summit for him on our assignment for him because we are spirit beings we um, must learn to give our mind over um, give our spirit control over our mind god began to confirm the importance of our human spirit being a proactive player in our life um, to a friend of Sylvia Gunter who worked with her on the book that I'm reading from. Like all of us from the time that she was born again until she prayed this prayer to allow her human spirit to act principally over her life, um, she was in opposition to God in many ways. She says our human spirit is our nexus with the Holy Spirit of God who is helping us explore the mystery of our original design. At the beginning of the year, I would like to do some teaching on our original design, our identity in Christ Jesus. And one way that we can become the very person that God desired us to be on this earth and keep the assignment that he had give has given to us is to gain that understanding of the spirit of god being the leader of our life and i thank you for listening to this um recap and putting some thought into this before the beginning of this year two scriptures I'm going to recommend that will help you to understand a little bit more about how we've missed the theology of the human spirit and that is Hebrews 12 9 Hebrews 12 9 and Numbers 16 22 I think you'll be excited to hear in um, the next session 
the number of scriptures that are actually there for you to think about from the word about our human spirit. I'll finish today by reading Hebrews 12, 9, one of the scriptures I just mentioned. Moreover, we have had earthly fathers who have disciplined us, and we yielded to them and respected them for training us. Shall we not much more cheerfully submit to the Father of spirits and so truly live? For our earthly fathers disciplined us for only a short time and chastised us as seemed appropriate, proper, and good to them. But he, the Lord Jesus, disciplines us for our certain good. Thank you for listening today.